Hello beautiful people, it's Janet Michelle, creator of JanetMichelle.com and author of Finding My Happy, Chucking the Deuces to Toxic Thinking. Welcome to the Finding My Happy podcast. And on this episode, I'll be talking about self-acceptance and colorism. As always, you know, I'm willing to share things that I've been through in an effort to hopefully hope, hope that it will help you as well. So regarding self-acceptance and colorism, life experiences, or what I've come to learn is that life experiences and societal clues uh, that I experienced as a child, they actually helped shape my view of things. It was very apparent in the way I valued my image. And as a child, some things were foreign to me until pointed out. Of course, I'm looking at this in retrospect. Growing up as a dark-skinned little girl, I was quite interesting. It was quite interesting. Uh, adults seemed to adore my dark skin. I would often hear, oh, she's so cute for a dark-skinned girl, or look at that little piece of chocolate. My peers, they were a different story. <laughs> I distinctly remember one day, my brother, his friend, and I, we were walking home from school. And I heard my brother's friend ask him, is that a boy or a girl? My brother replied, a girl, that's my sister. And then the boy turned around responding, oh, she is so black. Now I'm hearing this conversation as we are walking home. So of course, you know, like I said, your peers, they can be some of the cruelest people. And the playground was another place where that cruelty was often on display. I think I was called every insulting thing you could call a dark-skinned black girl. Blackie, tar baby, African booty scratcher. I mean, the names just went on and on and on. So eventually, the adoration of my beautiful black skin, it faded. And the negative comments, they grew louder. So loud that they managed to plant some deep, toxic roots. And as the negativity expanded, the desire to recognize that I was beautiful grew deeper. And I really just needed to learn how to appreciate the beauty of my dark skin. And then as I began to mature, get older, gain interest in boys and uh, self-appreciation, it just became really important to me. But I think even... It on and again in retrospect and looking back, it still didn't necessarily get better. So yes, some guys they were nice, they were smart enough to appreciate me for who I was. However, what registered greater was when I would get dumped on several occasions by guys, and they would often dump me for girls who were of a lighter complexion. And then to complicate matters even further, my sister was light skinned and never had a problem getting a boyfriend. So I began to, not begin, I continued to internalize the wrong message that there was something wrong with me, there was something wrong with my skin. And I just began to view myself as an undesirable person. And I also began to despise light-skinned girls, my sister included. (laughs) And I said I was going to be transparent, right? So I really allowed those breakups to define how I viewed myself. And I found myself in a constant state of comparison. 
And the desire to be wanted and found attractive was very deep. I placed so much value in men declaring me to be beautiful. I placed so much value in that. So I just really, um, I assigned attention from the opposite sex. Just so much value. I craved it. And as I got older, though, I began to get sick and tired of the mental gymnastics occurring in my mind uh, concerning my skin color, attractiveness, and I just began to practice not comparing myself to others. And because the minute the comparison happens, it's like you, it's like I was reaffirming the negative and I, and I just really got tired of that. I really got tired of that. And so anytime that comparison would try to rise up, I would say within your skin is fine and you're beautiful because comparing oneself to another person, it's just, it's it's not healthy. Partly because you have no idea or I had no idea that battles, the battles that other people were facing. So here I am comparing myself to them for what, you know? I didn't need to put someone else down to feel better about myself. I embraced the fact that comparing myself to other people, it was pointless. I had to learn how to tend and grow my garden and watch my own flowers bloom as it relates to beauty and self-acceptance. I also had to acknowledge that those bright-skinned girls were no more responsible for their skin tone any more than I was mine, so it was pointless to hate (laughs) right I mean we're all brown we all black at the end of the day so I had to abort the bitterness the enviousness and the jealousy that I had allowed to fester over the over the years and I came to the point of understanding that if a person couldn't see past the complexion of my skin tone that was their problem not mine I learned how to appreciate the richness of my skin and I started celebrating my melanin unapologetically. I no longer had to walk with my head hung down. Mm -mm. And I frequently affirm and still do to this day that my black was and will always be beautiful. And I could finally look in the mirror and love the woman that I was staring back. And I was finally in the words of our good sis, Mary J. Blige, just fine. (laughs) And I stopped valuing the acceptance of others and began to see myself how God saw me, which is being fearfully and wonderfully made. Period. Period. And I stand in that truth to this day. I love my skin. I love the skin that I'm in. I'm glad I am a black woman. (laughs) I can say that with honesty. So to, there is a, again, I shared with you in the introductory podcast that there is a workbook to go with these sessions. So the Finding My Happy Workbook, they are free and they're designed to document your journey of self-improvement. The decision to fix things that may bother you, it is a major one. But if done properly, it's one that can yield big results. All right. So 
What I like best or most, I would say, about the workbook portion is are the writing prompts. I like them because they really make you think about, just dig a little bit deeper and think about the topic at hand. So for example, the reflection uh, writing prompt in for this particular topic is, in what ways have my childhood or adulthood experiences shaped the way I view myself? And again, that's the reflection, <laughs> the reflection for uh, this first lesson, all right? And there's also a worksheet. And the worksheet, there are open-ended questions for the most part. So the worksheet is going to go over list three ways you plan on honoring yourself. Uh, what are things you love about yourself? What are three things you desire to change about yourself? What actionable steps will you take to change and write a love letter to yourself and then mail it to yourself. So those are some cool, you know, activities in the uh, workbook that you can get, have a chance to do. And again, the workbooks are free. You can access them at findingmyhappy.net or you can uh, visit my profile on Instagram at findingmyhappy.jm and the link uh, is to the website is there. So... Now that this with again with all the workbooks, there are going to be affirmations and quotes like that. So I'm going to cover a couple of the affirmations that are in this particular workbook. And before I do the affirmations, I do like to do breathing exercises just to be still and really be in the moment as we say them. So you can say them along with me or say say them on your own time. But they are affirmations, all right? So I'm going to inhale. I'm going to exhale. I'm going to place my heart, my hand over my heart and over my tummy. I'm going to inhale again. Exhale once more. My beliefs about myself are more important to me than the beliefs of others. Right. Affirmation number two. I'm going to inhale. I'm going to exhale. Inhale again. Exhale once more. By honoring myself, I would require that others honor me. All right, I'm gonna move on to the next one. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale again. Exhale once more. Put that hand over that heart, hand over that tummy. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. All right, last one. Let's inhale. Exhale. 
Inhale again. Exhale once more. My black is and will always be beautiful. All right. And remember, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And that came from, that quote is from Eleanor Roosevelt, actually. Don't forget to check out the self-care checklist. Uh, you can check off the things that you want to do, plan on doing, or have already done. And also, don't forget to check out the gratitude journal entry. Uh, as well and also commit to having a great month because it's always a great day a good month to have a great month <laughs> all right well thank you thank you thank you i do hope you find a benefit and i hope you download that workbook remember it's free 99 uh, it is of no cost to you you can follow me on instagram at findingmyhappy.jm I'm also on TikTok as well at findingmyhappy.jm too. So, and there is a Twitter presence as well. All right, y'all. That's it. Until next time, take care, beautiful people.